0: Hello and welcome to episode number 242 of the Armin Show podcast. This one, it's Armin only. Welcome to the show. We want to do recaps at times. Describe the past year. Oh, by the way, like, comment, subscribe, share this with people, all those things. If you haven't, why aren't you doing that? Let the show get bigger. All right. Or help the show get bigger. Or work with the show in some form. This episode is a discussion of the past decade. Some of the changes that have happened societally, maybe globally, and then some of my progression in content creation and maybe some understandings. I want to cover a few of those topics because these are key to me. Now first, I'd like to go over my own content creation over the years because there has been a progression of sorts to where it is at this time. It's shifted a few times. So some of the main points that come across to me are my blog, early 2008, 9, 10, 11. So that's the beginning of this decade, 10 and 11. Later on, I did YouTube videos where I was being filmed from a distance. Then there was Snapchat themes. Was that after Instagram? That's a tough one. I think Snapchat was after Instagram. No, Instagram was later. Yes. So, yes, it was Snapchat themes. And then Instagram content, videos, and clips. And then lately, TikTok. And also, Twitter has been sprinkled through the whole time. Basically, from the beginning to the end. A little bit more so at the beginning. And obviously, I've used other ones as well. To post... Different things, Reddit, a lot of Reddit. So early on, 2010, 11, that's the end of my blog timing, 2009, 10, 11, sum of 12. Timeless information, 350 articles, two e-books. They were One was a compilation ebook, one was about quotes. What got me to write those articles? I wanted to say things. I still like to say things. It hasn't changed much. That was all in text form. There was no audio at that time that I was posting, no video. I did one podcast episode, interestingly enough, in 2009 for my site. But that was the only one. And I left it there. I was like, welcome to Thomas Information Podcast Episode 1. But that was, you know, before it ended. And then I cut that off to go to law school for a year. Partially because of expectation on myself externally Except, accepting that is not a smart move so keep that in mind all people you want to set your internal expectations and go off of those and not hear external ones they're not connected to you and those people one day won't be there when you're still there so you want to have your expectations connected to what you value A lot of articles on the website. I did a lot of guest posts on other people's websites. Some of them are still up to this day. On Steven Aitchison's site or... I don't know. Dragos Raul. Me and Srinivas, I think, almost collaborated. I wrote a couple on sites like Change Your Thoughts. And I don't remember some of the sites. But I did cross-post on maybe 15 other personal development type blogs it was a nice feature and definitely got my name out there at the time i ended with about 800 subscribers at at that time the site i ended up letting it expire somewhere in 2000 i don't know 13 14 so i lost the articles but i still had the compilation ebook of some of my best articles that's why compilations are quite cool kind of like this that i'm saying right now you build redundancy into your content creation, so there's a little bit of a backup here or a backup there for stuff you have made. Having a backup is cool. Then if you lose something, you're like, oh, it's okay. I have parts of it over here and parts of it over here. It's a nice cohesive message across the way. After my blog, there was a period, obviously, of blank time. There was law school and then the transition after that. And then I did some YouTube videos. My friend, Gary, I don't know what episodes he's on, but also I fixed all the episode names on the podcast, so they're all like number, colon, name, bracket, and episode title or description, so they're all organized, and the categories are good now, too. I fixed those. Interviews is with people. Podcast is by myself. This one will be called or put in the category of podcast, but my friend would record me from across the street or something, and i talk to people in public. I like some of those videos. Some of them went into my compilations. I've always made compilations along the way. They help me see things from a bigger picture. They give a record of what happened. I watch them back sometimes. It gives a good broader sense. And usually after I make a compilation, I think to myself, other people would benefit from making their own compilations in some form. Very few people do it. Some people on Twitter do like a Yearly Thoughts Collaboration. David Perel has done a few text, like article descriptions of his past year or things he learned. A few people have done this. I saw Mark Metry do one describing his last 10 years and how he's grown. Each year he did a little one picture, one message about where he was at. These things are nice to show. Okay, I was here, then I went here, I got here. I do a lot of this internally, but sometimes, often, I do it externally at the end of the year or whenever it's applicable, so I can share. Anybody who would do it, it's, it's quite valuable. I recommend it. Any sort of reflection, or this is what I did the past eight months, or a year, or five years. This is what I learned. This is who I was with. You can, see, you can start to see patterns. So I did YouTube videos. My friend would record me. Those were fun. They were on my show called Armentropy on YouTube. And then I transitioned after that to Snapchat clips and themes. I enjoyed Snapchat energy because it was quick. I'd go up to people as I tended to do, but then I'd be like, let's do a Snapchat. So that was nice, which is kind of coming back with TikTok at this current time. It still has a similar flair. Long live the new thing, whenever the new thing shows up. I made a couple of Snapchat themes. Like I'd have one person ask a question and then I'd go to the next person on the street, have them answer the question, and then ask a new question. And then the next person would answer that, and then ask. So it would keep it going, kind of like a train. And I think I included 25 people total, something like that, in this question answer train, connecting all those people who normally would have been disconnected. I kind of like that feature and have done that in some ways, other ways as well, matchmaking people in life or bringing people together. I enjoyed Because I'm like Wait a minute If I didn't do that It didn't happen Anything in life Where you're like If I didn't do that It didn't happen Those are probably Good things to do You're filling An empty space With your light So that was Snapchat themes After that uh, Instagram Similar clips on there But they could be A little bit longer Instagram is more though To this day Like the nice pictures People post to look a certain way. I never, by the way, all in all this, I never really had a Facebook time. I mean, I posted stuff many, many years ago, but it wasn't really my platform to do quick content. Facebook has always been more of a slower paced place. So it's not my style. It's more, look, this is a moment that it's sort of Instagram-like. It doesn't have much room for spontaneity or variety with strangers. It's just not the same. Snapchat has more of that. TikTok does too. Some Instagram clips were nice. A lot of it was connecting with people in public. I like meeting strangers, making a video, uh, getting to know them. Sometimes I see them again or more often or in some way. It's always different based on the person and how we connect. So I always give it an opportunity that's my part. As long as I give it an opportunity, that's cool. And then after that, it depends on your, your personalities and similarities there. If it's not working, you leave it alone. And then after Instagram, TikTok now, some fun stuff. There's obviously music, memes, and little dances on there. Mine is more my regular same stuff, talking to people or making commentary, insights. I post raps on there. I've made many raps over the years late in that was the beginning of the decade also I left that out raps a lot of freestyles on my computer a lot from 2010 and 11 hundreds I would say from especially those years 10, 11, 12 and some across the years up to this year I have some recorded this year most of them are unreleased to the public maybe 300 something but a few I have written or I posted on SoundCloud so that was nice If you like a thing, you do the thing. If people don't like a thing from you, that's okay. But if you like it, you still do it. If they do like it, well, guess what? You have the trifecta, the double effecta. So I like making stuff, as you can tell through all of this. And I made a couple of mind maps. That was early in the decade again. But more of the second half of the decade has been content with people, video clips, audio, obviously now. The podcast the last couple of years plus the one previous to this one was called that guy named armin i had about 70 episodes on that but i lost them on a corrupted drive but it was similar to this one but it didn't get to the stage this one is at because currently this one as i represented in the description two episodes ago it was about well, I had people on it, but I, I didn't have scientists and professors and researchers like I have had now. This is a nice feature going into 2020 because it's starting from a different space. A year ago, I'd had one professor on my show. That's it. So it was a different place. Now I've had, who knows how many, lots, lots and lots in the tens, like somewhere in the two-digit amount and that's a nice feature so that's my own content across the years it's nice to have a collection of it it builds on itself you can share this thing from there this thing from there it's your stuff that part's cool and there's more cool stuff like instagram has a new layouts feature where you can post multiple pictures together or something and if you have a lot of pictures well that's a neat little to use. I like things like this where you can show showcase more, network a little bit. I really like stuff where you can link this to link that to make this. To, that's my world. So that's content creation for me. Now, as far as social media for people across the decade, just at the beginning of this decade, Facebook was the thing. It was booming. There were some blogs. That was the early time. Then... Facebook transitioned over, at some point Instagram really started to kick off, Snapchat joined in, but Instagram was not here a decade ago. Now it's like a representation of people in public as much as they're able to do. So that's worth noting, Snapchat kicked in as the lively, more youthful thing than adults or your older people joined in and then now it's TikTok for the younger crowd and then once again older people join in there's a nice newness when they start but definitely Facebook and Instagram are more looking a certain way uh, versus Snapchat and TikTok and musically which was right before TikTok but I didn't really use it but I had I know of it and I watched some of the lip sync videos those two are more in the moment, maybe a little bit more fun, fast paced, you can do more, you can take more risks. I identify with the places where you can take more risks because the other ones, that's not my energy. I like to try things, say something, maybe make a social faux pas, take a risk. It's always been my style. So that's some social media across the times. Also Reddit, I've always responded to stuff over the years. Twitter, once in a while, I comment on things, and some of them take off. A lot of the people I've interviewed, I follow on Twitter. They're more on Twitter than the other ones, because these are scientists and researchers. Some of them use Twitter. They're less likely to use Instagram. Almost not likely at all to use Snapchat or TikTok. There are certain levels of nature that each one has. That's the social networks over the time. Now, how about society? Well, a lot of things didn't exist 10 years ago. Loads of people I have met in public have used online dating, whereas 10 years ago, not. And while it has not been of my using in any capacity that has been relevant in any form. Though I did try some trolling for like three days back in, I guess, 2014 or I don't know what year it was. Aside from that, I haven't touched it. It's not my area because I like to talk to people in public or in person so there's no no layers or no filters. That's the person. I saw them as they were versus how they wanted to package themselves to me. I can't really go back to the other one. Something about it I don't want to see a packaged form. It's like the same reason I don't want to see movies. I don't like to see a packaged form for me. Like here, we set this up. We did all this work for you to feel this way. All I can think about is like, you guys did all this work to make me feel this way. This is not reality as I see it when I walk around. So it's not something I want to identify with in that form, especially in a two-hour form. But yes, online dating has picked up a lot. So a lot of people I've talked to, they've met through one or eight or three or four different platforms on there. They like it because they can just, they get an opportunity to access way more people than they did before. This is a big part of it. Also, Instagram direct messaging has allowed certain individuals, a lot of these things have worked very well for a specific small subset of individuals. I won't describe which groups, but those specific individuals have really benefited from being able to reach out to a either much wider net of people or have access to a, you know, in their mind, higher status level of people. This has made a big difference and also affects the public because 10 years ago, there was more people in public that were open to, oh, this variety or this thing. But then now it's less likely that they're open to some sort of variety that doesn't meet their criteria because now they've seen way more through some online dating platform or some higher level experience that they've had over the time. It shifts their mind, and so they're less likely to just go with anything than 10 years ago. In some ways, this isn't great because... At the moment, it would make them seem less fun to be around. But in some ways, this is better because it's getting people more appropriately matched to the people of their value. Albeit, it might be for just a day or a week or whatever. But it's giving them an opportunity to feel what it's like to live the life or meet that person in some form but it might be short term and then if it is short term some of these people uh, may be stunted later on because they've had a great experience for like a week and then they're thinking about that for years and years that's not great but i didn't make up these things i'm here as part of it that's online dating now as far as explosion of internet usage You can see it on TikTok now. You can see it on different platforms across the years. There wasn't as many of this group or that group or Chinese people or Indian people or people from Africa on the internet clearly until more recent times. I think the most recent uptick is definitely people in Africa. I see more often on my Twitter responses and elsewhere. And then Indian people all as well. I've seen on TikTok more. So one entertaining individual. A, there's, you know, it's nice. Each culture can find somebody in a different culture that they like. Pr, uh, act similarly to them for their culture. And there you go. You've now, You're now kind of a new person to your people. It's a smart move. You want to take from what you see externally and use it with your stuff. Yeah. If you see something going great, you can include that in your stuff. And somebody in your culture will like it too. That's only one way. There's so many ways to mix things that benefit you. In 2019, the opportunities are off the charts so anybody who is high energy and reaching out this is a time to just go go network connects and try this boom bam boom it didn't have the same speed or ability 20 years ago not even close i looked it up recently and when the internet started which i was there for the general internet 1991 to whatever 1993 i was part of like 10 million people total on the internet in the world. And those people, by the way, this is why I got a little bit spoiled. I thought about that. That crew was the early crew on the internet. A lot of them were programmers writing text info files for their bulletin board system, not website, whatever, bulletin board system, their... They were writing notepad files for their games. They were these were the coders, the programmers, scientific folks. There was math type programs. That was a big chunk of the early millions on the internet of total people on the internet. And so I think I got a bit spoiled at that time because I jumped on and I'd read i connect to BBS of somebody we knew or I'd log on and search forums or whatever was available at the time and I highly identified with it. These were the go-getters of the time. They were text-based. They would write things. They would do things. There wasn't room for status-type things or cool-looking pictures or a little bit of that showed up, but the base of the core was, let's program this. Let's make this game through our programming. Let's create this function. Let's set up these bulletin board systems so people could connect. It was really like you would see the name of the person editing to fix the game glitch or something in the notepad file. Like, you know, fix this whatever by John. Or John was the guy who did the game. It was just him everything was connected directly more directly to the people and what they were making in 1992 on the internet in 2019 we couldn't be further from that those individuals you know they're still they're part of the backbone of the internet more so some of them and some new ones but now the internet is a everybody thing so it doesn't have the same flair that it had then so I will say, I got a little bit spoiled early on. I thought, oh, these are my people. I liked it. I liked the energy of it. Most often, anybody you ran into connecting to stuff or messaging was that tier of individual. Very logical, analytical, process-oriented. And you are more connected to the actual people. That has dissipated heavily over time. Every new thing has its Period. So right now, TikTok is one of the most recent popular things. 1.5 billion, maybe more now. 1.8, let's just round it off to some number. Billion users in just a short period of time. But it still has its early period where there's more creativity and liveliness and dances and new stuff. And after a year, it would still be good, but it's not going to be what it was right now. There's that newness when something pops up. There's a new area, beachfront property in a certain area. Let's get it. Oh, let's buy it. Let's build it up. At some point, a good chunk of it is developed. And you have already passed that point. Like Cameron Porter once mentioned, the 80% when he played soccer for years. He got 80% of the experience of playing soccer. That was the main thing. Same thing. Let's say Malibu real estate or ballet as a field in a certain country they have a certain number of years where it's the new stuff let's push let's try new things innovate and then it settles into a form this is what always happens and it's not bad but the interesting part to me is that early part the after that part is not interesting to me i like where there's the liveliness the growth the risk taking the change the development once it's developed it looks like a building that's just there now And you just drive by it repeatedly. It's just the same building. That's something about people that I've never highly identified with. Buildings are super cool, right? But once it's there, that's it. Tomorrow when you drive by, it's not going to be a different building. Tomorrow when you drive by a certain area that's been developed, it's not going to be a certain thing, which is good for efficiency and the GDP of the country, but it's not as exciting in terms of there's not gonna be something else there. It's that same whatever tower or bank or whatever it is. Real estate is very stationary. Same thing with a lot of internet stuff. Once something develops, there was a battle, you know, there's Facebook and there's MySpace and there's whatever 18 different ones or Bitcoin versus this thing versus the other coin. Early on, there's that like, which one's gonna, and then one of them runs the show and then the other one's gone and that one is just boom. That's the main one. That's the winner, which could be the same way that our brains work to make a decision. There's a lot of them going back and forth, different ideas, and then one of them wins out, and that's the decision in your brain. So TikTok has a little bit of that moment right now. It won't have that in a couple of years. There might be a new app. So that's some of those social media over the years. As far as people, well, the planet... Yeah, definitely everybody getting on the internet has ramped up. I don't know if we're at 5 billion. Let's say 4.5 billion. I saw a recent number. People on the internet on the earth. A lot of this is China and India and Africa joining the scene. You can see it in who gets popular because... Let's not forget that part of popularity is... If there's one person from a culture that has 200 million people they have a chance somebody some people from each group of whatever 50 million 100 million people are going to get insanely popular if not only just based on their own group saying oh we like that person we support them and then they'll have big numbers and if there's anything everybody around the world identifies with it's views follower numbers straight human attention to other humans Just like 10,000 years ago, who was looking at who to lead the tribe and push them forward? Tribes hasn't changed much. That's a book by Seth Godin called Tribes. He's one of the people I used to read back in 2010. Still blogs to this day. I read a lot of personal development writers. Those were my crew. I've had different crews over the years, personal development writers. I played a game called Uniball, which I was barely maybe playing a little at the beginning of this decade that i'm talking about 2010 to now but it was already ending by that point i was really playing around 2000 2001 that's prior tribes so a lot of the world getting onto the internet this has impacted every everybody's your phone is your thing and there's only we have to remember one phone you only have one screen so all the things on the earth are competing to be on your screen For a short period of time. That's some crazy competition. If somebody's watching your stuff right now in 2019. Whoa. Because there could be 40,000 other things on there. They could be listening to a podcast while reading an article. While sending a tweet. While seeing a YouTube video. Like The amount of things from how many different people that could be being viewed right now is loads and loads. have to keep that in mind with everything you do. I got to keep that more in mind. As you're listening to this. This is some of your brain attention sharing towards myself. Now, I'm supposed to say, thank you. We're so appreci. It bores me to say something about it like, does it not already translate? But apparently that's taken well if I say, I want to thank you for listening to this show. I don't know how it really makes a difference and how it wouldn't already be the thing you would think I was thinking by the fact that I'm making the show. But this is a thing that has been very fruitful for many, many years. You see people do it at award shows. They say, I really want to thank the fans. Did that change something for the fan? I don't know. You're like John in the audience, right? Or Melissa. When the person says, I want to thank the fans or you're at home, do you? Personally, I don't feel thanked. It doesn't translate to me. They didn't thank me. They thank the group. It's everybody that supports. Might as well be saying I thank myself. Or just I'm putting in the effort is the summary there. But this is more in-depth than it's usually described. It wouldn't happen in an awards show. Imagine somebody going up there. I want to thank all my fans. But actually, that's just a statement. Hopefully, that makes me look good. I'm just trying to look good. Because this isn't. I don't know what it does. It doesn't do anything for me, but I know it does something for other people because it's repeated to this day. And people are thanking their fans on a regular basis. I'll just say, glad to have you listening to the show, okay? The Armin Show would not function without you. We would break down. Something like that. I guess that's what's being translated at those commentaries. The internet. I made a rap about the internet once. Also, I made the two raps about Los Angeles and the internet. Those were great. I wrote those down. Will I do written raps in this next decade? Possibly. Probably. I like making stuff, so yeah, it's quite likely. Frankly, I might make raps with choruses sung by people who have singing voices. I know some. That may be a thing. I'll use a beat from somebody I can use a beat from who said, okay, you can use one. Then I rap. Then use the chorus. Boom. I put it online. Let's go. Now I'm a song maker again. The internet has popped up. That's one. What else societally around the world? Everybody's connected more. Great. There are some issues now. As quickly as we have all become connected around the world, we've also become connected in our errors, I guess you could say. We're burning so that we burn the planet together as it cooks. Not great. The plastic everywhere... Not great. And then various cities are getting around the world. I know more so of the United States and or the left coast. But around the world, areas around the coasts or the good areas are getting packed with people. A.K.A. commutes and housing issues. This gets more and more. Obviously, humans adapt to whatever. We're animals. But... It is creating extensive, not healthy things in many, many counties, cities around our planet that causes people to move away from those regions similar to, let's say, California. People moving to Nevada, Texas, Oklahoma, Idaho, Florida, Arizona, because... California too expensive or a commute too long for that person or the housing too much or they might the homelessness issue might impact them things like this so humans adjust when people move but oh this is a good point in life when people move or when someone leaves a job or when someone that's a big statement cuz you know what they wanted to do it a month before a year before but they had to pull up the energy to get to do some big switch. Humans don't really like to do much. So when they actually shift in some form, you know it was building, which means it's not a light venture from one state to another. That's an ordeal. That's an effort of sorts. And a few people do it. Which kind of reminds me of the one author who described that certain gene variants... Now, this is not related. I guess it is is related, yeah. To go away from a bad condition... Or to move away from one's country requires some oomph, you know. And that oomph is more related to certain DNA gene variants that connect I think it was a D4 receptor gene with more risk taking. That gene was connected with that, so certain subset of people will be more likely to say, you know what, I gotta leave this place first. They're the first departers, and then other people follow along. It's genetic. A lot of things are DNA-based, some are environmentally-based, multiple categories. What? Who would have thought this would be in my decade-long description? Other than some of those negatives I just described globally, the connection, connection and sharing is more than ever before. I'll say sharing. I don't know about connection, but some people are connecting, definitely, A lot of people are more disconnected than ever while still being around people and still connecting on the internet. I don't know what to call that. It's not the healthiest, but it's keeping them scrolling on their phone in some form, but not in their control, or it doesn't look like it. I like to see people that are in control of their own day, but that's not most. We all have different groupings we fit into that's some things about the earth health has improved across the whole planet as far as child mortality and repairing issues that would have ended people earlier in their life that has just gone straight up shout outs to medicine doctors healthy practices nutrition for kids and all those bill gates has worked on malaria material mosquitoes we have done a lot of responses to what has happened hundreds of years ago to make it less relevant in 2019 as we head into 2020. A couple things I want to include here, because I don't want to include too much about the Earth more so. we That's our Earth, good old planet. I will say, as I reflect on this past decade for myself, socialization has really, I got to a certain point where It's just a thing where I would like meet whatever, five new people a day, sometimes 10, sometimes talk to whatever, how many for the past few years. So the numbers have just been through the roof. And it's nice when you make things part of a regular day, like Cameron Porter said, optimize for the average Wednesday. I like my average Wednesday to include maybe interacting with four new people or creating eight pieces of content. On an average day. I don't want my highlights to be so... I, I don't need my highlights to be so amazing. I like my average day to be above average. When it's like that, then you're just rolling. And you don't need your highlight to be the thing that... Look at this, everybody. Because you're already fulfilled from your own world. You want to be fulfilled. And that's where I come from basically every day. Fulfillment is key. You could call it enlightenment. You could call it fulfillment. You could call it doing your thing. Whichever category it is, the closer you get to having self-esteem, the better off you'll be in everything you do. It's nice to have high self-esteem. As far as uh, people I've connected with over the decade, it's good because I have learned a lot about myself and then also the people around me through people I've connected with that I would not have learned on my own huge amount it makes my day way smoother way more i get to do my thing the whole thing is in my head i have a lot to give to bring to the earth and people i know which i've already brought a lot of but this is nothing compared to what i am on the way to bringing so therefore it's nice to get closer to that in my eyes through the people I've met. They share a detail or two or a experience lets me figure out this is a better way to communicate. Or this is a way to reach out. Or this is a dynamic people like. Or this is how people do things. I've always had a disconnect from when I was young. So over the years, boom. Improvements here, improvements there uh so i want to thank all those people too it's great stuff i wouldn't be in this great spot i'm in right now if not for the people along the way there's no way and because i look at it so wonderfully where i am right now i have to you know thank you uh, whoever along the way whether a close connection whether light acquaintance whatever whatever me where i currently am let's go okay <laughs> that's like i don't know who i'm supposed to i go to everybody and say look you all great you all great if you're in a good spot whatever happened prior is your friend is your uh, great thing that you should be glad for the sun is your friend sunlight or trees but people who put you in a nice place or help you be in a nice place are worth recognizing i'll leave it there that's a chunk about my decade i the good news is i don't have to say so much about it because i've made so much content over the years that it says where i was at which part Or you can basically tell through my voice or tone or what I'm saying. That's the good thing. When you're continually making stuff, you don't have to do some big expression of everything. It just shows. If you don't say stuff much or you don't do stuff much, then you suddenly jump out with something. Then you have to make up for it. And that's why it's a lot of pressure if someone suddenly starts something and wants to be relevant. That's not really how it works. It's over time. Your message comes through over time. Just like mine's expressed over time. And this is a great place to be. Great place to be. Shout outs to the oncoming 2020. Glad to have had you all listening. This is episode 242. How did we get there? We started at episode one. That's it. And I was at 70 something on the previous iteration of my podcast. But 70 now looks real small compared to 242. You see what I'm saying? Let's say something didn't work or you lost the episodes or whatever. You create a new thing that now the other thing looks small. That's on you. You can always recreate and make something even greater. So the last thing seems like small beans. That just depends on your effort, discipline, and if you can stick with something. Glad to have had you all listening. If you rate this on iTunes, rate this on Google Play, rate the show on whatever you do it on. Listen to it where you do it. Tell people about it if you like it. And look to see where it may go. This has been episode 242, Armand Show podcast, closing out the decade. And we are out.